Yo, 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 what up? It's your man Jake Johnson, 313. And Dame going wild. We back for another one. Back at it again. Episode 5, week 5. We picking up steam. Like, we're becoming official out here. Yeah, man. People been texting me like, what, what, what's going to be on the next podcast? I've been I've been getting a little bit of action, so I can't, like, we starting to make the noise that we're looking for. We not there yet. Not there not yet. De- not there yet, but we getting there. Absolutely. Uh, the Black Lives Matter slash Conspiracy Theorist episode, that got a lot of... Um, a lot of interactivity. Yeah, yeah, a lot of comments. People here are opinionated about medias. that one. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of feedback did you get? Uh, that we were crazy as hell. But I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so cool with that shit because I'd rather just be something rather than nothing. At least I know you're listening. Right. I got a bunch of crazy as hell shit, but I actually got, I ain't never thought about that before yeah. type yeah. shit. Yeah, because when you put that tin, tin foil hat on... And started that should probably be like a weekly thing that we do. Jason's conspiracy theories. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I am 100 percent down with that. You know, maybe for the next episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll, throw we'll that start in a there. segment. Also, think we need to do a segment called uh, "This Week in Crime in the D News" <laughs> because this shit <laughs> that is could ha- take over a whole hour. Like there is always some randomness. On, if y'all don't know what we're talking about on Instagram, there is an Instagram account called Crime in the D. Yeah, uh, go watch it. Go look at it. You can watch some of it because then it had old boy getting killed on West Warren. Oh, yeah. Got murdered and the murder's all over Instagram yeah. or the body is. Man, it's, it's, it's tough out here. But if you really want to know what's going on in the streets, just go look at the comment section because they're going to tell you who actually did it. Yeah. Somebody's sister or their cousin. Y'all don't know my brother. Y'all don't know his life. Uh, he just shot up 10 we know, kids. We know he's a murderer. Free my cousin. We, we he, know he's a killer. He just shot up an old folks home. Murder bears don't lie. But you know, well, you know, my, you got to hear both sides. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. <laughs> got to no, hear both sides. Got to hear both sides. You know, you never know what's going on. You, you know, can't what, hear, you can't hear one side because they're dead. You, you never know what the old folks did. If you shot up an old folks home. <laughs> You know, it could be Hitler. Who knows? I mean, you got to hear both sides. You know, old people be fly at the mouth. Woo. It's because they think they didn't survive this long. But let me tell you something. You old as fuck, and you say something wild as shit to me, I'm going to say something wild back because you closer to the grade than me, homeboy. But check it out. Check it out, though. Some people earn that, right? Okay. Because look. Then you got to be able to defend that shit. Absolutely. Because you might say he closer to the grave than you, but my old ass may take <laughs> take your young ass out the game. I'm a very opinionated person. You're a very opinionated person. Yeah. I don't think you're going to tune down as you get older. Nah, I'm you not. Probably, you probably going to get worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You probably yeah. going to get worse. Because that filter, like my filter is pretty light now. Jeez. But the older I get, you know, you probably going to, I'm going to be in the old folks home talking wild shit I and mean, throwing my food. Absolutely. Fuck these young ass niggas around here. So, you know how it is. Just give me a young bitch to change that diaper though. All right, so uh, how was your week last week, man? Crazy. Crazy as fuck, because this world is going upside down. It is. Hey, man, my man was, let's just jump into it. The shooting that happened this week. Charles Kinley? Yeah, Kinsley, I think. Kinsley? Yeah. There's so many names. Down on the ground, hands up in the air, talking to the police officer, and he still gets shot. Hey, man. Try and justify this shit now. I, I don't I, I don't have I don't have uh well, what was the story that they came up with that so, they they thought the autistic <laughs> man had a gun yeah he, and they so were trying the to police def- say that we were trying to actually shoot the other person because they were trying to protect the black man because uh, they thought the other guy had a gun so they shot but they just shot the wrong person I'm like okay you want to roll with that so why did you handcuff him after you shot him 
to if make, he was trying to protect them. To make sure he, we kept them down. It's sta- standard operating procedure. Man, it was that. I seen a video of this uh, black teacher, young lady. Oh, and when they hemmed her up nice and good and cuffed man, her too? You talking about manhandled. Like, yeah. She really got manhandled. Now, so listen. This is the only thing I don't like. So, it was a, a traffic stop. She was already in the parking lot getting out the car. Police pulled her over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I can't say pulled her over because she was actually already at her getting destination. Getting out the car. They probably just rolled up on her. And she like, how you going to stop me? And I'm already, I'm like, I can still, I can stop you already, blah, blah, blah. I've been stopped in my driveway. So, yeah. I mean, that, so that she shit was, doesn't matter. And he was like, stand up. And she, and then he was like, and then he like grabbed her. And it's like, stop resisting, stop resisting. How am I resisting? First off, when you say stop resisting, you're talking about resisting arrest, right? Yeah. So if you just grab me and you never say I'm under arrest, I'm not under arrest. I'm not resisting. This is a fight. I've been assaulted, and now I'm trying to fight back. Like, if you just walk up to me and grab me and push me to the ground, and you don't dec- you don't tell me that I'm under arrest, I'm not resisting. Nigga, we in a fight. You in, but you're in a fight you're not going to win. The police... The police undefeated streak is like Floyd Mayweather right now. These they hey, they catching W's out here. Police took two L's in the last two weeks. Yeah, because I they, don't mean that. To, I don't mean that in a, like a boastful way. <laughs> and man, we got to score some, yeah, somehow, some way. It came off that way, but you know, it. Hey, it I so think fu- it's a, it's an occupational hazard. If so you, fucked up. If you're a police officer, you might get shot and killed. You might die in the line of duty. You work at Burger King, you might get some grease to pop on you in your shift. Hey, in the list of most dangerous jobs in America, the police is like number 15 on the list. What's number one? It's uh, got to be like construction. Or coal shit. miners. Yeah. Uh, fucking ice fishermen is uh, up there. We watch that shit on Discovery Channel. Them niggas don't be coming back. Them crab fishermen, that's what they be doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, deadliest catch and yeah. all that shit. But literally, when they, they did the top, I mean, the, the list of like uh, most dangerous jobs, uh, Police like number 15 on the list. Oh, fuck them. Hey, all crab fishermen lives matter. Yeah, they do, because crab legs be good than a motherfucker. Man, I don't eat that shit. What? Uh, no, I don't eat no seafood. Shit is at a devil. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like an imbecile, sir. No <laughs> shrimp, is... no, no fish. Do your lady eat seafood? Uh, No, not really. Man, you got lucky. Yeah. Shit no, tastes succulent. Not. No, I'm I want some crab legs right the fuck now, no. and a 25 ounce steak. No, I don't fuck with. Well, steak, I do once a year or so. You know, once a year. Yeah, you can't eat all that red meat. Red meat to kill you quicker than the police. Nah, I take nah, that man. man. <laughs> I steak take ain't that. never did shit to me. I bet you. I bet you fast food and steak can kill more people than the police. They kill more people every year than the police. Yeah, consistently. Cause like nigga, that's the number one killer of the black community. McDonald's. Yeah. Five dollar wings. Shit like that. I mean, it, it don't cost shit to eat unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? It's cheap as hell to eat. Nigga, unhealthy. five dollars to get you a whole pizza. That's two days of eating. If you if you plan right, <laughs> like man. I don't I don't know what type of planning you doing. A hot and ready ain't gonna last but a night. Nigga, broke nigga with five dollars and a hot and ready gonna. Last I'm not you need now. If your economic situation <laughs> yeah. is fucked up, you can make a stretch. I'm gonna take these two slices for breakfast. Tease two slices for lunch. Like, you fuck around, have two days worth Man, food. that's a good-ass drunk meal. Wake up from a hangover, some cold-ass pizza. Hell, yeah. Bring you right back to life. All right, man. What else happened this week? Um, UFC. Four billion dollars. Nigga sold the UFC for four billion dollars. That's what uh, a B. Be like black man. Man. 
Ain't that many black people in UFC? Nah, no, nah, it's a couple. Anderson Silva. Peep, peep this. Uh, Bob Arum, uh, legendary uh, boxing brother. He went on a tirade yesterday against uh, Dana White. Dana White, and he was like, <laughs> "This nigga said boxing is like the Democrats." And UFC is like Republicans. Come he on. said, "He said, look at their audience. They all Trump supporters. Look at them. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you going I think too he far. said they Trump supporters. <laughs> you going too far. I I happen to enjoy the UFC. I enjoy it too. But he said, look at they. He said, look at their audience. They're all Trump supporters. Nah, I don't support Trump, and I like, I love the UFC. You watch not more than boxing. No, not at all. Never. Nah, no, nah. never. Because boxing is a science." Sweet UFC science. is straight gladiator. It used to be. Team. Now, there's definitely some. It's a lot of technical aspects to UFC. It is. However, nobody care about that shit. They just want to see when you see somebody get knocked out in the UFC. It's typically with their hands. You might see a nigga get kicked in the head. Ooh, yeah. Wait, speaking of that, did you see the nigga that got kneed in the head and his skull dented in? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! And you talking about twenty thousand dollars? Man, that's not worth twenty thousand dollars. We was having a conversation off air. Uh, about UFC, UFC is not cashing these dudes out. Not at all. Then they they give them a little pay for, but they fighting a little bit more often in UFC than what they fighting in boxing. No, you can get in. You can get in three, four good fights a year. It's two pay per views a month. Plus they got the well, show see, on Spike there are, and there Fox are, Sports. They are fights, but those aren't the same fighters fighting three and four times a year. But you could though. You know well, what I'm boxers saying? fight. Earl Spence fight four times a year. But I'm saying 20, uh, 20 racks a fight, four fights a year, eighty grand. You could that. you could live a, a decent life off of eighty grand. I can live a decent life off of eighty grand working nine to five and not get my fucking skull kicked in and have some benefits. Yeah. And not die. Yeah. And not have that uh big ass shit growing off my ear, that cauliflower, cauliflower ear. Cauliflower ear. Boy, you could pay me enough to man, fuck that. I'm not taking the cauliflower ear. Period. Just a little cartilage. No, nah, no. Nah. That's all. Just a little, just a little cartilage. No. Uh, speaking of uh, Donald Trump, did you get a chance to watch the uh, Klan? Ra- I mean, the <laughs> Republican National now, Convention. Now you caught it right the first time. That Klan rally. That Klan rally. Yo, I watched the Republic, the the Repu- Republican Convention, in in somewhat awe because it was like it's really happening. I ain't never watched a Klan rally before. It's probably not gonna be my first time. I'm mean, at my last time watching one either. You know, a white bitch shot up there and actually did the hell Hitler sign. Yeah, yeah. Like, she did it like three times. She and tried to do this shit. She looks so odd. You know, the motherfucker. This gonna sound rad. Let me what up? Just, just say mad racist. But white folks don't got the best coordination. She was so uncoordinated. I knew it was planned because she looked so uncoordinated doing it. She like tried to hide it, but it was a horrible job hiding. Like she was trying to go for a dab. Yeah, and it was. Went, it went was for the. Uh, the it's like Nazi when, salute. Like when two people, somebody go for the dap, then somebody go for the handshake. It was that kind of awkward. Yeah. I seen a white man get on television this week watching the National uh, Ku Klux Klan Convention, and he has said white people have contributed more to civilization than any group of people ever. Man. I, I was really in awe. He wasn't even talking about like just in America. He was talking about, about civilization. Yeah, I, I, I saw what you was Period. talking about because it was on it was on CNN. If I'm if yeah. I'm correct, talking out the side of his ass, like nigga, what? They didn't contributed more to destruction and death. Yeah, you know they they picked us up on some boats and bought us here, and we did nigga the hard said, labor. He said 
and he's speaking about specifically white people, European. He was like, if you think about it, if you look at Western world culture or Western uh, world, like name me one group of people who've done more, contributed more to society. I can name you about five <laughs> groups of people before I get anywhere close to European descent. So what I end up doing is I end up, I have retweeted all this shit out on Twitter. I end up went going back to my timeline and deleting all that shit. Because what I did notice is most of the racist shit I see on a daily basis, another black person shows it to me online. Like, I'm just going to stop giving that shit light. You know what I mean? I see, and I used to be retweeting this shit. You see, what this, you see what this racist motherfucker said? Nigga said all oh, black people is monkeys. And then everybody I know who black repeat, we monkeys, we monkeys. Like, no, I'm not. I'm going to see that shit. I'm going to note it. Make a little mental note. But I'm not repeating that shit. I'm not posting it no more. Good for you. You know what I'm saying? Good for you. Unless I need topics to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to let these niggas happen. Yo, what was what was also some bullshit during the convention? Trump's wife repeating parts of Michelle Obama's speech verbatim. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Got to hear both sides, <laughs> nah, no, I don't. No, I don't. You I already heard the black man side, and I'm cool with that. You see the post I put up on Instagram? Yeah, with Barack Obama, where, where Barack was, you know, quoting two other people's speeches verbatim. Yeah, we selective when we want to. Like, listen, I'm all for getting these jokes off because yeah. that shit's funny. And this bitch said she wrote this shit herself. So, nigga, you lying? So we can fly those jokes off. All nobody, day. nobody writes a speech themselves at that at that level. Yeah. You have a team of speech writers. But the the bitch, speech writer came out and said that yes, she lifted parts of Michelle Obama's yeah. speech. But that's after she told Matt Lauer, "I wrote this as much as little as help as possible." Is what I got in her broken English. How the <laughs> fuck? So he got a foreign wife talking about he want to put that wall up and kick I him out. I've never seen his wife before. I, I I did not well. Which number? What number? Wife is this? Like gotta, six, seven? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, but I'm like, but I mean, once you've been married before, getting divorced ain't shit. I don't know nothing about that life. I mean, I I'll let you know. My divorce cost me less than my cost me less than my marriage. Cost uh, me less than the wedding ceremony. Then the divorce was cheap as fuck. Oh, okay. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cheap as hell. Five hundred dollars. We was done. Shit. It should cost that much to get married then. Nah, man, that wedding set. The, the it should wedding, cost. It should cost more to get out of marriage than it would to get in it. Nah, man, make it harder. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have stayed married to her one more year, she'd have been eligible to get half my pension. Oh shit. Nah. Oh, you had to end that quick. Yeah, yeah, we did nine years. Nine years is that tenth year? It didn't matter what we said going into court. She's gonna get half. Oh shit. So yeah. How many months? How many days and months did you have left? Officially, when I, it was final, before shit, man, I had like less than six months. Woo. <laughs> uh, I was, it was uh, getting down. Call to the your lawyer, like, look, nigga, can you file this shit? Please? It was getting down to the wire. Like, I had six months before she would have, she would have been up in there. But shout out to my ex wife because she wasn't a savage during the divorce shit. That's important. I can't even say nothing bad about her. That's what's up. That's yeah. love, not love, but yeah. That's I mean, love. you know, God bless her. Yeah. But yeah, Trump has been married. Like this, is the. Fifth or sixth wife, nigga. I couldn't. I couldn't understand half her speech. What was there for you to understand? The Republican convention is not for you. She sound like old girl from um, what's the show? Uh, Modern Family. That's what she. Yeah, sound. she yeah. kind of looked like her too. Uh, no, that's what old she girl sound. from Modern Family kind of cold. She, she, she kind of cold. cold. I, not even kind of. She is cold, yeah. and she like fifty or something. 
Like she up there. When you are of I some type f- of brown or black ethnicity, like you age gracefully. Man. But sometimes I'm gonna say and it's gonna be racist and sound unpopular. Hey, this is this. I mean, this is a barbershop. Yeah. You know, sometimes women of. Hey, listen. Now they age horrible. Yeah. After 26, it's all downhill. And some of y'all be out here shaped like trapper keepers if you have a baby. <laughs> Straight up. Body be awkward as fuck. Shaped like a book bag? Yeah. Bag, <laughs> bag of dirty ass clothes. Straight up. Oh, shit. Now, you know what? There's one thing I hate about Trump, and there's a lot. Just one? Oh, okay. But watching this damn speech, I cannot stand how this motherfucker talk with his hand. He used that same hand movement over. I wish y'all could see this shit because I'm doing it right now. That shit is probably effective in the boardroom. Nigga, for, translates for an hour and 15 minutes, he doing the exact same hand motion. A nigga throwing up six mile signs like. That's 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 that Mason shit that he throwing up. Man, fuck them that. Ha- them hand signals that, that they be talking about. Yeah, man. So it was a tough week. Niggas been shot in the streets, and I use that word uh, as a term of endearment. Uh, they didn't. He didn't die though. Is that like a is that like a victory that that he didn't die? Man, that he wasn't killed. That's He's at least up. around his, to tell his story. Yeah. I mean, the video's out, too, so... Video don't matter. Video does not matter. We already went through that. Hopefully he can get Hopefully he can get some bucks. You know what I'm saying? Nobody ever really... We never hear about any type of settlement or anybody getting... Well, they be getting settlements. The, the, New York has paid out, like, $750 million in settlements. You know what I'm saying? They, like... they The overall kings of cashing niggas out. So we'll shoot you down. We'll give you a couple, a couple million dollars and, you know, shut the fuck up. We give you a couple million dollars. You pay us half of it back in taxes, and because yeah, uh, New York gonna rape you and tax. Would you take a bullet for a mill? Where at? Bye. With what kind of gun? <laughs> <laughs> Something the police carry. Nigga, police carry the same thing I carry sometimes. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. A mill? A mill. Fleshy part of the thigh. Uh, I might take it for a meal. You learn how to walk again. Uh, yeah, I might take it for a meal. Okay. I might. I mean, I know niggas out here taking bullets for, for a lot free. less. Niggas taking for some Cardis. So, nigga. Oh, man. Shit. Shout nigga, out to niggas still rocking Cardis. Shit, I got my. Shit, I got robbed. My homeboy got shot when I got robbed. Got shot in the face. He all right, though. Well, uh, yeah. I'm not sure he's all right. No, he he alive. Right. He cool, my nigga. Uh, but okay. uh, yeah, he got shot for for my watch and <laughs> my ring off my uh my pinky ring and my watch is uh, t- uh unfortunately what he got shot for. So that's what I got robbed for. That's terrible. But uh, it is what it is. So uh, enough of this sad shit. I know last week we talked about uh this is week this, episode. Is this the no tipping episode? No, we not tricking. No no tipping. Uh, which is different than no tricking. Okay. I don't know if it's different. It's it's they cousins. No, no, t- they cousins. So, all right, so listen, this is my philosophy, and I've finally decided that I'm going to imply this philosophy in my day to day life. I've talked about it with millions of, no, all right, not millions of people. Okay, <laughs> a couple thousand, maybe. not a couple, well, a couple hundred people, maybe. Okay, a couple dozen people. Uh, that number keep getting smaller yeah, and smaller. I got to be real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but. uh so this is it. So I ask people all the time. So let me ask you that. You answer these questions. I answer truthfully. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, when you go out to a restaurant, do you tip? I do. Um, why do you tip? Uh, cause that's what I was taught to do. 
Okay. Just a, just basically a practice behavior. And I and I dated a few chicks that were uh that were waitresses. So uh-huh. I understand like, you know, they get two, three bucks an hour. So gotcha. I mean they basically live off of tips. Yeah. So I, I so I asked this question. I go through this whole process with a bunch of people and I ask them a series of questions. I'm gonna ask you the same questions. You answer one. So why do you tip? Most people say, Well, I tip because I get good customer service. All right, cool. I can respect that. Ask another person why they tip. Oh, I tip because um, they make two dollars. You know what I'm saying? Something an hour or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, well, how much do you tip? So percentage wise, what do you tip? Uh, if the service is good, I typically leave like twenty. 25 percent 20 25 percent but i mean i tip based on the level of service that i get so i mean if you give me bullshit service mm-hmm. i'll walk out of there without without giving you shit let me tell you this i i tip and i the reason i tip is if i don't i feel socially awkward and that's the only reason that i tip okay and people won't admit this but the only reason that you tip it's because, like you said initially, is you were taught to. Yeah. You you tip for good customer service. Okay, so the last time you went to Target and the lady behind the car, the uh, cash register was nice to you, answered all your questions and whatnot, did you leave her money? Nah. No, you did not. I tipped my barber, though. Hmm. We're going to get to that later, too. Because okay. uh, so, he's changing my life week after week. Okay. So I don't, I don't mind giving him... You know, a little extra on that haircut. We'll get, we'll get to the barbers and the hairdressers right after we address this 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 point. Can we group, like, uh, nail technicians? Absolutely. Into this? Okay. Absolutely. So is this is it. So you don't you don't tip because you get good customer service because you don't tip everywhere. You don't tip at Foot Locker. You don't tip at the grocery store. I guess back in the day, maybe you used to tip the, to, to the bagger. I haven't seen that shit in... First off... I've never seen that shit in real life. Yeah. Only in the movies. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't tip when you go to White Castle, the person real nice on the speaker. Hey, that was really good customer service. Here, have a few dollars. Only place you tip is tip a rest- at the county. Well, you can tip at the county. You can tip at the county, but you should take that fucking cup and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So I don't you- know if the chick behind the, the counter looking... Looking like something, and she's smiling and being nice. You don't have to change. You do not tip because you get good customer service. That's a lie. That's what everybody go to. But I can point out a million different places that you go to and get good customer service. We both worked at Comcast, right? Yeah. We gave great customer service over the phone. Did a motherfucker ever ask me for my address to send me a tip? Not ever. Hell, fuck no. Not ever. That's just a lie. And that's what you... I won't say a lie because I don't think that you mean a lie, but that's just your answer, your go-to answer. So then the other one is, well, I tip because they don't make a lot of money. They only make X amount of dollars an hour. So what is the cutoff amount for people who, quote unquote, don't make a lot for you to give them extra money? Is it only $2.60? Or if I make four fifty, you won't give me extra? Like, what is the cutoff if that's the reason? I don't know because, you know, I go to, you know, nice dining. Let's say, like, you go out to J. Alexander, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a nicer establishment so we assume, let's make the assumption that they probably make more than the average waiter or waitress. And I still leave a decent tip. If, 
And their customer service is always amazing. I've never been to JL and had a bad customer service experience. I'm going to use this example because JL is probably my favorite restaurant. Steak Maui. <clears throat> so check this out. If we tip, I'm going to break, I'm going to expose this myth. Okay. If we tip because of good customer service, why is the amount of your tip based on the cost of your food? Mm. Because if it's the customer service that we giving the tip on, then we should just if give I go the to money. if I go to Applebee's, right? Great customer service. Me and three other people. My bills eighty dollars between the four of us, right? Mm-hmm. Great customer service. I give you, I give you twenty. You know what I'm saying? So I just give you, bill eight dollars. I give you hundred dollars. Great customer service, but it's a percentage of the bill, right? Yes. So I take those same four people, we go to JL, but for our four of us, the bill is $200. So now what do I get this person who gave me the exact same level of good customer service? Do I give him $20? But chances are you're not going to get the exact same level of service. You know what I'm saying? You th- so, so what is a good service? When you come to me on time, you speak to me with respect, you, you check on me, you bring me water and everything. It don't matter what food you're bringing me. If you're doing all those same things, that is that is what I refer to as good customer service. Okay. You remembered everything that I was supposed to order. I gave you the special, hey, I don't like lettuce, so take the lettuce off or, or cut my lettuce up. And- you know what I hate? A motherfucker come to my table and they ain't got no pad. They just think they're going to they memorize shit. that shit. That's the new thing. Don't come back to me and be like, hey, did you did you say, nah, motherfucker, because you should have wrote that shit down. But that's the new thing. Like, people, they don't write shit down no more. I don't know. I guess that's, I don't know. That doesn't impress me. That makes me worry about you. Because if you fuck my order up, if I tell you I don't want cheese on this shit, and you bring this bitch back with cheese on it, I'm going to be hotter than fish grease. But that just exposes, like, so if I'm tipping you based purely because you gave me good customer service, then the cost of my bill should not matter. So ten percent of two hundred dollars is twenty bucks, right? Yeah. When I got good customer service last night on an eighty dollar bill, I gave you twenty bucks because I thought that was good customer service. Here's the, here's the extra twenty dollars for your troubles. So just because my food costs more, you should get more. And you doing the exact same thing. What if you work at JL's and Applebee's? You the same waiter. You get the same customer service to everybody. So you go to one place, you should get paid less money. For the same thing. If I'm telling you, I'm giving you a tip based on your customer service. That's bullshit. I, but I think to some extent, I, I and I see where you're going, but to some extent you pay for like the the ambiance. You pay for the brand. Because that's, that's, that's like a t-shirt. We both wearing cotton t-shirts. Now, if I buy it from Nordstrom's or if I buy it from Foot Locker, you strip it all away. It's still the same cotton t-shirt. You understand? But that's the actual product. So the reason my food costs more, the reason this steak costs $44 versus this uh, Outback steak that costs $8 or whatever is because of the ambient, the whole nine. All that is is calculated into the cost of the food. Like, so Jay Alexander, so for, for an example, I think Jay Alexander has better steak than Morton's. I've been to Morton's, Morton's is more expensive, but the food at Jay Alexander, tastes amazing. it tastes better. But all the fucking time when you go to Morton's, it is a different experience and all that. And I think that's baked into the price of the food and things of that nature. But the level of service I get, why do I got? So listen, 
the standard is you're supposed to tip 20%. Right. That's the, the quote unquote standard put out by the food industry. Um, you got to look out for your own. They, who? I mean, the food industry Fuck is looking out the for their people. the food industry. They're they looking are, out for their people. No, they are looking out for themselves. This is the myth. So you want me to come to your restaurant, pay for your food, and then pay an extra 20% on top of my food to pay your staff because you charge them less than minimum wage legally? No, nigga, you, you pay your people. I, now... I got to give you extra money because you was nice to me. Nigga, I'm buying, I'm buying food in your establishment. You should be nice to me. They brought me my food. How the fuck else am I going to get my food? Like, I ordered this shit. How the fuck else am I going to get it? Of course you got to bring it to me. But you know what? When when you say that, when I look at places, like, my kids love to go to Mongolian barbecue. Mm-hmm. Just that whole thing of seeing somebody cook their food in front of them. And yeah. You know, the tricks and being able to hit the gong. They Benny Hanna and shit. Yeah. Chop, 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 chop. yeah. But but at Mongolian, you going, you getting your own food, you watching them cook it, then you take it back to your table and eat. You're still supposed to tip the motherfucker that's just bringing you water and drinks at the end of the night. And that's bullshit. Yeah. Why? Like why? Cause I I don't have an answer for that shit. I ain't even gonna try you, and manufacture. Like them. niggas told you to do it, so now I gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Like no. I remember just being taught at a young age with my mother. You know, when I was getting ready to start dating, I remember her telling me, like, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford shit. to go out. I, and I, I used to I used to struggle with that shit because I'm thinking, like, well, listen. So, say, say I'm married. We've been married for 10 years. We done went through some ups and downs, financial woes. And on our anniversary, like, I save up enough money to go to Morton's. Like, I bust my ass through overtime, through all the other extra shit. I save my, enough money for me to go to Morton's to take my wife out. Um, because we we we've we struggled all year round. We saved our average pennies. working class family, yeah. and you just want to take your your better half out for. A I, I got three hundred dollars that I saved up throughout the year to take my my wife out for whatever the, whatever the occasion is. Right? You mean to tell me I got to go find another twenty percent more than that, or I shouldn't go? No, fuck that. If you a restaurant and you think if you a restaurant, then you should pay your employees. Your customers should not feel socially awkward when they don't give your employees more money. That's something that you should take care of as a business. And that's how I feel. And like, we don't tip nobody else except like, uh, bail hops and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, you, you tip the nigga that bring your car around your valet. I was just in Chicago the other weekend. I tipped the cabbie. Like nigga, that's your job is to take me here. Like, why am I giving you extra money for, for you doing your fucking job? He got me there quick. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I, I don't you. get paid twice for my job. I'm salary. I get the same amount of fucking money hey, every man, time. You preaching to the choir. But you know what I'm saying? Like, why am I giving you extra money for doing some, that's like saying I take I take care of my kids. Nigga, you supposed to. You their father. You their mother. You don't get extra credit for doing what you're supposed to do. So so that's on the restaurant end. So so does the tipping does your Opinion of tipping change with different industries. Because what about a stripper? You go to the strip club, uh-huh. like you are shamed if you don't tip. The DJ get on the mic, y'all niggas ain't tipping down front. Nigga, that's a boy. So you know what a young lady come up to me and say, you want to dance? You know what my reply is? What's that? I just saw you dance. <laughs> <laughs> you the nigga they calling out. I'm you sorry. the nigga the DJ calling out. Did I, did I not just see your naked ass dance? Like... 
Now she Four wants feet. to dance. Now she wants to dance for you. You say you want me to get you twenty dollars for you to dance on me? Yeah. It's not. A, it's, it's a bad decision. It's a bad financial decision for me. But I mean, you've been to the strip club, um, of course. Yeah. You know, I I tell you who do who got the game market. I mean, game corner. So Ace of Spade. I mean, um, uh, Ace of Diamonds in uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. So we was in there a couple years ago for one of my homeboys' uh, bachelor party and shit. I don't know where the DJ at. Like the nigga is hidden in there. Like you don't you ever you don't never see him, but he sees everything. Oh, look at that nigga in the pink shirt. He about to throw them down. Like he he like implores you to throw money. Like oh shit, look at the nigga in the Detroit fitted hat. He's about to throw some money. Then you be looking around like this nigga is. Like, is he talking about me? He he moved his arm to the left. Oh shit. Like, oh shit. This nigga's talking, talking about you. He wants you to throw he wants you to throw that money. Yeah. I mean, I think in that in that in that arena, that is a like literally the whole entire experience is about you give me money, I give you some sort of sexual activity. Not actual sex, nah, but sexual nah. activity. Yeah. I mean they, for the most part. You can part. negotiate sex in the yes, strip club. Absolutely. But that's the whole purpose. Of going to a strip club. If I go here to eat food, once I pay for my food and you bring me my food, I shouldn't have to give you extra money because you brought me my food or because you talk to me with respect. Like, that's what you should do for me spending my money in your establishment. You know what I mean? Like, and I think it's unfortunate that the food industry, it's a double edged, it's, it's, it's a fucked up situation because it's a problem. And then the people who are affected by the problem make an excuse for the industry. And I'll tell you what I'm saying. So I don't think if I, if I own a restaurant, I should be legally able to be pay my employees less than minimum wage and put an extra 20% tax on my customers to even come here. And but, we, it's, but you can't say a tax cause you can go out and eat and they got to, and don't leave no tip. You can after they re ring your bill because they put that bitch on your bill anyway. Not, so, at, not everywhere. They put a suggestion typically at the what bottom. What I'm saying is you make your customers feel socially awkward because you set this standard. So now... You ever been out to eat with like a group? Because black people good for this shit. Y'all go out 10, 12 deep. Hmm. Then the bill come. Everybody turning to fucking mathematicians. No, and spend that, that shit up. And then now... Well, a lot of places frown on that shit. That's stupid. I mean, I'm just... Like, think about this shit. When you go to a restaurant, it's rarely just... I don't know. It's a lot. A lot of times, it's multiple people. Yeah, it's more than two people. Uh, and by default, you just put everybody on the same bill. And then when they come back, they tell you to split. Nigga, just ask if you want that shit split. If it's twenty people, who the fuck? And everybody got debit cards. Who, no one's paying in cash these days. Everybody got debit cards. Why the fuck would you not split that shit up? Like you've, how many times you've gone out and that's been the situation? I mean, that's I never. Only thing I pay for with cash. Is marijuana and my fucking haircut. So I mean, at this point, if you if you a business and you keep sending your motherfucker back to the table and then back to split the bill up, that's, that's counterproductive. It's, it's stupid on your part. But uh, I just don't think it is fair for the food industry to pay their people less than minimum wage, and then me as a consumer have to pay a, at least an additional twenty percent. And I not feel weird when I do it. So what should balance that shit out then? Should it be that me, the owner of Jay Alexander, I decide that I'm going to pay my my waitress? So Joe's Crab Shack did this. Uh, I've been talking about this shit for at least two years. But Joe Crab Shack did this. And they said, we're getting rid of tipping. 
Don't tip my uh, waitresses. Don't tip my waiters and all that waste out. We're going to pay them a regular wage. I think they end up paying them like $15 an hour or something like that. That's And that's Which decent. is cool. You know decent. what I'm saying? The people in the back, the the cooks and uh, the dishwashers and everything, they were cool. They're about to stop doing that right now because they can't keep waiters. And they can't keep their waste staff because their waste staff was averaging anywhere between $25 and $40 an hour waiting tables. So that whole myth of, damn. So that whole myth about us Well they only make $2 an hour So we gotta give them 25 extra to $40 an hour yes. waiting tables So they quitting because they can't I can't afford to make $15 an hour Waiting tables anymore This is not it's not beneficial to me So you making 25 to $40 an hour But you got all of your consumers Feeling bad because you make two sixty an hour giving you extra money So I don't feel socially awkward And you over here getting over God damn, maybe I should start waiting tables. I'm just saying. Like, what the fuck? No tipping. This is stupid. Like, you own this business. You pay your people. Nigga, if I order some food, bring me my food. Because if you tell me to go get off the counter, God damn it, I'm going to go get off the counter. Now, I know a restaurant where I got a good partner of mine. He lives out in Chicago, works for this restaurant where, number one, you have to buy tickets in order to eat there. Hmm? So... You got to buy tickets. It's like going to the movies. You and your lady going to eat, $125 a pop. Okay. That's ticket. Now, that will tip. Now, your ticket goes towards the cost of your entree. But it's an upscale restaurant. The chef has worked at like a couple different five star restaurants. So, I mean, he's telling me the average bill at the end of the night, somewhere between $350 to, you know, he said if you start pairing it with wine, he's seen the bills get up to $700, $800 okay. for an evening out. And he said, everything is a la carte, and everything on the menu comes with a 20% gratuity. So you order seltzer water, cool, 20% on top of the seltzer water. Niggas is foolish. But people pay this shit. Like, the, the restaurant has reservations booked two years out. It's a brand new restaurant, only been open maybe about six months. And, and he's like, people just blow off their dinner appointments some nights. So they've already paid for the ticket, and it's like, ah... We're not going tonight. Hey, man, more power to it, man. But but how they do, he said, at the they don't get tips at the end of the night. He said, what happens is all the tips and all the additional gratuity, they pull it together, and then they split that shit equally mm-hmm. amongst the full staff. So at the end of his two weeks, he makes a normal wage, let's just say $15 an hour. He makes that as part of being a bartender. Plus, at the end of every two weeks, he gets you know his disbursement of the tips regardless of the shift that he works how many hours they work they break that shit all down equally so besides his regular wage he could end up with an extra five six hundred dollars every pay period just in the additional tips look i just want motherfuckers to realize that this shit is a business and all these decisions is based on business it ain't got nothing to do with customer service it ain't got nothing to do with what you these like this is about money and if i as a business owner can um give my responsibility to my actual customers to pay their wages as a business owner. You should, I mean, I understand why you do that yeah, shit. Yeah. But on, from my end, if I go to your establishment and I want a good meal, I shouldn't have to pay you extra for you treating me with respect or talking to me or bringing my food timely. I don't, I shouldn't have to pay you extra. You should, if, 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 if anything, build that into the price of the actual food. And now I got a choice whether I want to come here or not. So if I know the bill, like I go to, uh, I went to, um, 
Texas Day Brazil. Uh, good ass. They got some good ass steak. Forty five dollars a plate. Boom. If you don't want that, you don't. I mean, like you already know going in what yeah, this what is going to cost. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't, and they drink menu is on point too. Yeah, I had a really I good got time. Fucked man. up at Texas Day Brazil a couple years ago. Man, but pay your staff, and then people are like, well, if they pay the staff, then the food price is going to go up. It don't got to. They just want to. They want to maximize their profit. Don't give them an but excuse. But that's any business want to maximize their profit. Yeah. If your job could pay you minimum wage, they would. Mm-hmm. They would, but they know if if they pay you just minimum wage, well, they understand some people, the type of the type of employee that they're gonna oh, get absolutely. to. Absolutely, because you're only gonna get a you go for ten dollars an hour. You're gonna get a, a you gonna kiss my fucking ass. I'm gonna come in late. I'm gonna steal some shit. I'm gonna yeah. talk to a customer crazy as hell. And and I'm gonna leave early. Yeah, there's definitely a certain level of uh, a person who would accept a certain wage. You know what I mean? Because anytime I've ever and I don't get no fuck now because I'm grown. But like anytime I've worked at a place where I felt like they didn't pay me enough, I just stole anyway. (laughs) Any any place I've ever worked with cash, I've stolen. (laughs) Every every job that I've ever had where I worked with cash, I came home with cash at the end of the night. Like I just out the register. Like how does that work? Uh, When I worked at the movie theater. That was my best hustle. Okay. I was like 16 at, yeah, I was, my first, my very first job was at the movie theater. So I was 15. So this is what we did. Uh, I was cool. My, this is where I met my ex-wife at, at my first job too. So, Criminals together. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I put her up on a hustle later, but she was scared. So I had to, I had to just keep her away from that shit, but I got cool with the dude in the ticket booth. Okay. I, so, you know, you go, you get your tickets The usher rips it in half you know, go to show three. So what we, what I would do, I would be the usher working when you come in and I'm cool with my man in the ticket booth. Instead of when you rip the tickets, there's a side that the customer is supposed to get. And there's a side that we're supposed to keep because sometimes you get audited on that shit. What I would do is give the customer the side, the other, the other side of the ticket. So the side that they're supposed to keep, I keep that. The side that we're supposed to keep, I give that to you. So then what I do when the show kind of died down, I walk back up to the cashier. I walk back up to my man in the ticket booth. These are tickets we're going to resell. So you ain't going to ring these up. You just give them the cash so, in hand and we're so, going to pocket this money and split it. So I don't look at that as stealing. As fucked up as that may sound, I think that, like, to me, that's you gaming the system. So if a nigga was just straight up stealing out the register, I think that's stealing. Okay, that now, is a hustle. Okay, now <laughs> you know when I worked, now when I worked at Wendy's, I would straight steal out the <laughs> register, straight up. When I left Wendy's, <laughs> my 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 girl used to work up there because me me her and her sister used to always work together. We was like a combo deal. If you take one of us, all three of us coming. That's how that's how we used to work the shit because I would drive. My girl and her sister didn't drive at the time, so I was the ride. So when you schedule me, you might as well schedule all of us because that's the only time we work. Right, right, right. So I would go. So I would go up to Wendy's, punch in, you know, do my job, and shit. You know, I'm mopping and sweeping. Oh, I hit the camera with the mop. So now the camera's turned, and I'm gonna open up the register, and I'm gonna take. Man, I was. I'm gonna take a couple dollars at Boston Market. One thing I stole in there was chocolate chip cookies. I steal food too. You want some? You want some Wendy's nuggets? I I get as you. I get you I, a whole box of nuggets. That's as much as I got. I get a chocolate chip cookie while I'm mopping the floor and eat a cookie. 
it was kind of stealing, but it was kind of like, I don't really care. I'm just going to take this cookie and eat it. Yo, I was taking cash out the register. I was stealing food. <laughs> uh, shit. Now, I'll tell you what. At Boston Market, so you make an order. You call in an order. You don't ever come pick it up. Then at the end of the night, somebody can take it home. Oh. I would have niggas call in there and order food, and then they'll come get it so I can take it home. I guess technically. That's that's lightweight stealing. I was, yeah. I was like felony stealing. Yeah, you like would. I'm taking prom, prom coming up. I need two hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna do this drop till after I get off anyway. So I'm gonna take this money. That's funny. Uh, so we kind of you touched on uh, barbers, nail technicians, and hairstylists and shit, right? Yeah. So even tattoo, will we? And you don't have a lot of tattoos. I like just got me. one. Okay, I got like fifty. Okay, dude, I tip my tattoo artist too. Why? Cause she does incredible fucking work. Does she? Pay, how much is? How much do the tattoo cost? It just depends on what I get, but she always looks out for me. Like my stomach tattoo is like from my sternum, damn near down to my waistline. So this is why I feel about. Um, I think I would. I like to say people who work in the arts, because I think uh, tattooing is an art form. Okay. I think doing nails is art. I think cutting hair is like all that stuff is is intangible. My barber is a fucking magician. Absolutely. So this is what I feel about that. So say a tattoo costs two twenty five, mm-hmm. um, and a tattoo artist sets their own price, right? Yeah. Unless they work for like a, a corporation or something, but most part, I mean, you they're like entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? A tattoo artist set their own price. They know they worth, you know, you don't want to go to no wake, no whack ass tattoo artist. You no, because I'm going to have this shit on my body forever. forever. Right. So what I feel is if you think your talent is worth $225, then charge me $225 and I'm going to give you $225. Now, if, if your cost is $225 and you really want an extra $20 for a tip, then you should say your shit is $245. But see, this 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 how I kind of look at it. Number one, Candace, my tattoo artist, is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's always timely. Like, I don't never set, her, set up an appointment with her, and I got to wait 15, 20 minutes. When I get there, she's ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Which her, should be standard. Which should be, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Her environment, where, where she tattoos out of, you know, it's comfortable. It's cool. I ain't got to worry about no nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? We we have we have a good rapport. She's done like six or seven of my tattoos. So right, I mean, right. she knows she knows me. You know what I'm saying? She know what I want. She kind of can gauge my pain level. You know, she works at a good pace. I'm never sitting there all day, and I don't mind giving her an extra couple dollars because I appreciate her work. I appreciate her professionalism. So she need to, she need to go up on her prices. Nah, cause she 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 do me for the love. I don't I don't never want her to raise her prices. But if you give her more than what the price costs, if she raised the price, it really wouldn't be that much of a difference. If you give her more than what it costs anyway, right? Yeah, I guess it would. But but on the flip side of that, like I got a a spider web tattoo on my elbow. I I got the spider web tattoo, and I was out of town. And how theirs was set up? Like I typically pay Candace after I get to work. After I get the tattoo done, I look at it. Okay, cool. You know, if I want some extra shade or, or something different, we'll work it out. And then right. I pay her. But like when I got this other tattoo, I was out of town in Cleveland and the tattoo artist did it. And I paid them before I got the tattoo. Mm. And at the time when I paid it, they asked me, do you want to give an additional tip 
to your tattoo artist, which I told them, no, like I don't have no, I don't have the work yet to see if I want to tip him or not. Like, uh, after it's done. Yeah. Now, after it was done, I gave him a couple extra dollars. Yeah. So for tattoos, uh, I think it, it, it could be possibly a little bit different and it depends on your relationship with the person. Like if they're looking out, for, so if I charge, I normally charge people $200. I charge you 150. I'm probably going to give you extra money. You know what I'm saying? Because you already looking out for me and we got a relationship and everything like that. But I want people to to understand that it's okay for you to charge a price that you think that your services are worth. Yeah. Don't feel that you got to degrade your product and then expect people to pay you over. Nigga, if your haircut is worth $45, nigga say that shit is $45. And either you're going to have a clientele or you're not. Yeah. So don't but I mean, say, if it's worth it, I've paid, I paid forty five dollars for a haircut. So women who get their hair cut—I mean, hair done, everything, and nails and everything—if you think that service is worth a certain price, charge that price for that service and don't look for a tip. Right? Like, don't, don't. If you really are expecting thirty, but you charging twenty five, hoping people give you thirty, nigga, just charge thirty. But but then you may price yourself out in the market too. Well, then you're not worth thirty dollars. Don't expect thirty dollars. Like, but, which one is it? But, like, if but, people not gonna pay it. Then it's not that's not it's not worth it. But let's say like I typically pay twenty dollars a week for my haircut. Me too. So, I don't but, even know what it costs, honestly. Yeah, I just give them a twenty and we, we yeah. good. It, it it could cost ten for all I know. I don't even know. I doubt it, it, but you know. But if if I feel like he does, like I got an I got two barbers. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't. Um, that's a, that's a cardinal sin. You can't love two masters. <laughs> I got my you can't East. love two masters. Look, dog. you can't serve two masters. I know. I felt bad by even saying it. I used to have two. I got two barbers <laughs> though. I got my West Side barber, who is my my stand up dude. My nigga D been cutting my hair on and off since I was fifteen years old. That is my guy. But you know, like D got a daughter. You know, sometimes shit come up. Sometimes he got other stuff. So I keep me my East Side barber, which but Nate is like a celebrity barber. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like Nate. Got appointments from 6 a.m. And he only worked till 3. My barber he, only do appointments. He don't do walk-in. Yeah. Well, both my barbers only only do appointment mm-hmm. only. But I know Nate, like, if I don't call Nate a week beforehand, like, if D tell me I ain't going to be at the barbershop on Saturday and my daughter got prom or I'm going on vacation, I know I need to call Nate right now because need, he is booked all week long. I need a haircut right now, but... I didn't really. I didn't. I waited till like third. I waited till yesterday to think about it. So I knew this. Like if I don't call at least Tuesday and Wednesday, the weekend you just gonna shit be out fucked of luck. up. The weekend, gonna be fucked. I'll, I'll, I'll go on Monday. So fuck it. But your barber's uh, open on Monday. My barber's open damn near every day. But I mean, he by appointment only. So I yeah. mean, he sometimes on Sundays when that Fox texts him, you know, I'm like, hey, you got anything Friday or Saturday? I don't care what time. Uh, no, nah, but I might be in Sunday. I hit you up. You know what I'm saying? So. I give him twenty. I don't, I don't know what the haircut costs, but if I, so partly, is this I don't pay cash at my barbershop. I swipe. Oh I man, that's got to be convenient as fuck. Yeah, but the reason oftentimes I would give him twenty is because I don't I don't carry cash on me typically. So I go to the ATM machine and get money out, and they just give you twenty. So now you just got to get a twenty dollar bill. Or what end up happening is I'll get a twenty, but then I'll go. To the bar, I mean, I go to the gas station, go get some change. You know what I'm saying? Go buy a juice or some shit, and then get some change so I can give you 22, 23, whatever. Yeah. 
But I think I don't even know how much it cost. I remember back in the day it was like fifteen and extra three for the beard or some shit. Or, so I just say twenty. Um, but if like one of my homeboys, he paid like eighty five dollars for a haircut every week. Every week? Yeah. What the fuck is this barber doing? You know, wash the shit, do the razor line, everything. Now I I went to I ain't even gonna say this dude's name out here in Southfield that I went to because let me just say a, a few things before I preface this story. Number one, I don't trust niggas from Southfield. You can't straight up and down. I am a West Side nigga till I die. So wait a minute, let me say, from Southfield or living in Southfield? He is, I talked to him, he is from Southfield, Okay. and he cuts hair in Southfield, which should have been my Southfield two- born and bred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which which should have been enough warning for me to be like, nah, I ain't gonna fuck with him. But I saw his haircuts on Instagram, and it looked like he was performing, you know how niggas be having that razor sharp ass hairline? How, so how old is this nigga? He he, a younger cat, like late thirties. You can't trust you, you. Can't trust young barbers, dog. Late thirties ain't. I mean, it's a respectable age. We approaching late thirties. My we, barber need to be older than me. Yeah, both my other barbers older than me. You you, you need to be older than me, dog. But late thirties is still old. That's like big brother age. Like both my barbers is old enough to be like big brother, older cousin type age. Yeah. So. I saw him on the gram. I saw him performing surgery to these niggas' hairlines. He used to go to Cass? Nah, he ain't never went to Cass. Nah, I thought I knew he was talking about fuck And it. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go see him and let this nigga, you know, do that magic on me. You thought you when, were going to Dr. Miami and shit. Yeah, but when I get there, I find out this nigga putting Beijing in niggas' hair uh, and then giving them them lineups. Nigga tried to put that shit in my head. I was like, nah, bro, that... That that ain't gonna work for me. That that's not what I want. He's like, but this is how I and this nigga told me this is how I enhance the lineup. I said, so you gotta you you painting? Because I don't want that shit that's in my why head. I don't fuck with young barbers. Young barbers care about the lineup more than anything else. They end up pushing your shit all the way back because they want it so perfect and straight. If you gonna push my shit back, we gonna fight. Yeah, you gotta get an older barber. Baby. And and this nigga cut my beard off. Mm. Didn't even ask me. I just felt. And that bitch gone. I said, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm cleaning you up, doc. Nigga, that's I said, no, no, no. I'm growing this shit on purpose. You know what I'm saying? This was back in April. I went to this nigga. I never forget. It was April second. I went to this nigga. I let him cut my hair. I didn't let him put apply that paint by number shit. I got out the chair. I looked at myself. I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I paint now because he performed the service. I paid him for the service. No, I did. Now we now we argued probably about another fifteen minutes about the haircut and all the shit that I felt was wrong, and he attempted to fix it and make it what I wanted. But it it for just shit like that. I'm not giving you money for this shit. I cannot get jiggy with this shit. What is this shit? But Southfield is Oakland County. I've had run-ins with police in Oakland County, and they'll come quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I knew and how the sal- and he cut hair in the salon. Which should have been, like, another thing to let me know, like... First off, you shouldn't be getting haircuts outside of the city of Detroit. I never will again. But I, I just saw the magic he was doing to niggas' hairlines. I was like, I got to have these shit. Nigga, you saw some filters on Instagram. That shit I did. Is, that I, got, I got bamboos. Filters in Beijing. Nah, that shit ain't real, dog. But, uh, nigga, he, one time, my barber, he, he fell off his motorcycle, man. He, he broke his arm and shit. Niggas out of commission for about two months. I went to another nigga in the shop. Fuck my lineup, dog. Never again. I went to your barber shop, and I think I know the nigga that you're talking about. <laughs> Very first chair when you come in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nigga had right, me. They didn't they did move around now, but yeah. Uh, yep. But uh, yeah, man. I couldn't, like, nigga, when you going back, I had a fro until you came back. Two months, I don't give a fuck. I'm around this bitch looking like a wolf man. Yeah, and I stay pretty faithful to, to my... That's why I had to get, like, a backup barber that I trust. Like, Nate is, like, the celebrity barber on the east side. If you a local rapper, drug dealer, and you live on the east side of Detroit, Nate cuts your hair. So I trust him. Hey, man, shout out to Tony Rones on 8 Mile Evergreen. Go see him. Yeah, my nigga D on Distinguished Cuts, Grand River and Patton. My nigga Nate over on the east side, over off... Uh, East State Fair. My nigga uh, Dan used to come back, drive back from Michigan State every fucking week to get a haircut at Larney's on Gerald. My homeboy drives back from Indiana on the like, weekends just not, to get a haircut. You can't let no Lancer nigga cut your hair. You nah, can't, you can't. You cannot get a haircut, a decent haircut, out of a Detroit zip code. Like, you, you got to be in the city limits or that shit probably weak. You know what? I... I, I will dispel that fact because my, my my mother's from Jersey. I spent a lot of summers out there. That's and I probably got state. some some amazing cuts in Jersey and New That's York. That's a different state, though. In Michigan. Well, you know what? I heard. I've never been. Well, did you go to the, the... I heard this barber... I know a young lady who cuts at this barbershop, and she's pretty cool. Uh, the Mick Arthur... Mick Roberts experience Mark, Mark Robert. Yeah. That's yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about because she used to cut a... This girl I used to date, she used to cut her son hair. So, yeah, yeah she she nice. I don't know what her, her name is, but. Yeah, I used to go to school with her, and uh, she cold. She cold with the Clippers. I remember when she first started, like, she she literally is cold. I ain't never let her cut me before, but uh, if I was ever, like, in one of them pinch situations where I just like, oh, fuck, I'll probably. If, uh, I, if I managed my I've life. Had a, I had a female barber before. I did too. I she used to was go to Linda's. A motherfucker. Linda's on Jerry Row. I used to. Uh, Angie used to cut my hair, and Linda used to cut my hair. I had a female barber too, and she and she used to run niggas' pockets on tipping. She would tell niggas how much you gonna tip me. But in a situation like this, but she like, was finding a motherfucker and had a stripper. Ass. So one of my homeboys, he paid eighty five dollars for a haircut, and guess what? The nigga who cut his hair think his service is worth eighty five dollars, and you do too because you pay it. Pay what you like, set your price. For what you think it's worth Don't set a price And you expect me To give you more You know what I mean Like So that's So that's what the Restaurant industry Should should do Pay for what you feel The food is yeah. Really worth And like Why do I got Like As a person I should not have to Give you extra money For you to be on time You know what I mean Like that's what you should do In order to keep me to To patronize your business You should be on time Your establishment Should be clean Uh I shouldn't get a freaking have to have a tetanus shot after getting the tattoo. You're like, oh, everything should be good. Um, you should be nice. You should be cordial. My food should come out timely. Things like that. I shouldn't have to pay you extra money for that. Like that should be the standard. Like our standards are so low that when somebody does something good, oh my god, like nigga, we, this should we be feel regular. Like we should have to. No, I'm not tipping. That makes sense. I'm not tipping based off of social awkwardness anymore. If I feel that you've done something where the, 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 the expected level of service, which for me is high, because I'm just, I give good service. I, I, I treat people with respect just in a general life. So if I understand where that, where that acceptable level at, and you somehow go above and beyond that, I don't have any problem with giving you an extra amount. Because at this particular point, it's not about the money. I'm trying to just show my gratitude to you for going above and beyond. You made my day even better. You know what I'm saying? So if I can yeah. make your day better by, hey man, here go extra couple of dollars. It's not gonna be based off the cost of my bill, 
because that don't have nothing to do with it. Just because I paid more for my food don't mean you should get more for your tip. Have you ever gone somewhere and just said, fuck this, I'm not tipping? Yes. And like, it took me a while to be like, no, I'm not tipping. Uh, like this shit, like I, I literally was not happy with this service. I won't tip if the service is bad, but I also one time, I, I went out to Bennigan's in If the Flint. food is horrible. If I'm paying for food. Yeah, because you're supposed food, to get that shit the once over before you bring it to me. But I went out to Bennigan's in Flint one time. I was dating this chick. She she lived in Flint. So we decided we're going to go out. And the only thing that was like popping at the time was Bennigan's. This is like 99, 2000. So we go out to Bennigan's. The service was fucking horrible. You know, like how they bring you your food and then kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to look for you because you work here, not me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I if I go out, I like... You know, make sure you bringing me my refills and shit. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I couldn't find the nigga. You know what I'm saying? We went long ass intervals without seeing him, without getting refills. So when the tip came, say it was forty bucks. You know, Bennigan's wasn't that was like the pre Fridays. So it was like forty bucks for the two of us. I was too young to bo- to buy drinks and no shit. So you know, wasn't no liquor on the tab, and I just paid straight the tab. And me and her got up to leave. Yo, this nigga followed me outside Fam, you and was gonna... like, yo, you ain't going to give me no tip. tip I was it. like, you come out here a little bit further. I'm going to give you anything you ask for. You know what I'm saying? You're going to earn your tip. Nigga, the tip is never follow my, my don't follow my black I'm not from Flint. I'm not from Flint. I don't wear Jerry Curl. I don't listen to MC Breed. You tell, you want to, I'll tell you one of the, the, the one of the niggas I fucking hate tipping. And nobody should tip these motherfuckers. Bartenders? Bartenders. I don't tip bartenders. Nigga, think about this shit. I can't get my drink unless you fucking give it to me. Nigga, I'm fucking around and giving tips to motherfuckers who literally are taking the top off a beer for me. And hand it to you. A beer costs $5. I'm giving you $6. Because that's like the dollar tip is what you give for a beer. Why the fuck am I giving you an extra dollar for handing me a beer? How the fuck else am I going to get it? The only way I might tip a bartender, and this is maybe because I'll fuck around and won't tip a bartender, period. I might give you a tip if I got a tab going. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the night, and I can actually, you know, give a breakdown of what I spent. And I'm like, eh, you know, it's so cool. Look, it's but just- if I'm hanging out at the bar, number one, I got to get your attention. I got to scream over the music Nigga, I'm to tell you that for, I won't. I'm trying to stand this bitch for 25 minutes trying to get your attention. And you finally decide that you're going to help. Me. Yeah. You, and you, you don't even look me in my eye when I'm ordering. Like, nigga, what you, you want? You doing some other like, huh? Huh? You, 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 bit, you, you, you tilt over and turn your ear to me. I'm not giving you no tip. Nah, there is one bar I tip. I'm not going to tell you the name of this bar, but it's a bar in Corktown because I don't want you niggas going in there. But some good a, bars in Corktown. It's a really good bar. And it's not like. Like this is a, a themed bar. Okay. And they they make real drinks. Like it I, make, I know what you're talking about. I yeah, know what you're talking about. Like, and I tip there. And it's an experience. Like it's not just nigga give me a, a fucking <laughs> a, a jacket coke. Yeah. Like it's there are, I know what you're talking there, about. And I don't there, mind tipping there. There are 140 different drinks on the menu. First yeah. off, they give you a menu like you're at a restaurant. And I get I get a, I get this drink called a skeleton key. And to watch them do what they do, like these are real bartenders. They're craft cocktails. Yeah, these are real bartenders. They not they just not just grabbing some, making fucking. If it's got an orange peel in there, he's standing there and he's peeling the orange. I watch this. I'm like, nigga, this is very entertaining. Like I gave a nigga tip because like I'm thoroughly entertained by this shit. That's the shit that I would tip for. All this regular shit, me tipping. 
I'm at fucking because I got a Corona and you took the top off. I'm at fucking Applebee's and shit, and you just bring my food out and say, "Was it everything okay?" And then you go back. Why do I gotta give you some extra fucking money for that shit? Why? Like, what? Wh- what's the point? The I'm stingy with my dollars. It ain't about how much you make, it's about how much you save. And guess what? I'm saving everything. Yeah. I'm saving everything. Um, that so. You can bang the gavel on that shit. Yeah, I mean, case closed. Yeah, <laughs> don't tip, no tipping. Shit. If you see, if you see us come out, if you see Shop Talk Podcast come out, just know that we not leaving shit. <laughs> and don't, but but the whole thing is, it's not that I'm not leaving shit because I'm broke. It's not that I'm leaving shit because I don't got enough money. Because I, I don't fucking want to. I don't want. I'm not doing it just because. I'm not doing nothing. Just because I'm supposed to, I'm going to do some shit if I feel like it. And but don't I'll, expect extra for doing the shit that you're supposed to but do. But if you are a stripper and you do something amazing on that pole <laughs> and you have an ass like you are half Clydesdale, just uh, walk past Jay and I, I'll leave something in your thought. You ask me if you want to dance, I'm going to tell you I just saw you dance. There's a stripper at Erotic City. You were just up there for 10 minutes dancing, goddammit. I seen you dance. <laughs> I don't even want to look this bitch in the eye because I just feel like I'm going to give her everything that I've earned. Oh, shit. I understand the feeling, man. I definitely do. So if we got rid of tipping and shit, right, and an actual business owner actually paid the actual employees instead of their customers paying, what you think is an acceptable wage for a waiter? I think it depends on the restaurant. But the act the waiter is doing is different. I mean, it's the same no matter what, right? Yeah, but maybe their appearance would be different. How clean their clothes is, or what their actual attire is, but the service that they're providing. So let me ask. So, but like you, but we say the service you get at Jay Alexander's is going to be completely different than the service I don't, that I get I don't, at Applebee's. I don't know that that's the the. the, the you the haven't been to Applebee's. I had a homeboy who works at Applebee's uh, as a server, and also works at um. Um, Andiamo's as a server, and he he gives the same service to either or. Like he works at both. You know what I mean? So I find that hard to believe. And you know why he do? You know he, you know why he do birth on the side? Because he you know because the niggas get paid a lot of fucking money, cash under the table. You know what I mean? Like so this whole idea that all oh, these niggas ain't, the nigga wouldn't do this shit if you wasn't getting cashed out. Yeah. Because I'm, I I go here if I go. And work at one of these restaurants four hours a weekend on a Friday or a Saturday, and you get an extra two fifty three hundred dollars for two three hours of work, nigga. I had a one boy homeboy used to bartend at a Red Lobster and shit just on the weekends for about four or five hours, cashed out. Like nigga, you making drinks that I have to pay for? Like I, I, there is no other way for me to get a long island iced tea without you making it. And so this. Twelve dollars that I'm paying for. What is this for? Is this for the for the ingredients? <laughs> like, is it for the glass? You know what I'm saying? That shit kind of weird. So is is fifteen dollars an hour for a server too much or too little? I still think it depends on the restaurant. Okay, at Applebee's is fifteen dollars an hour too much or too little? I think it's just right. All right, about fifteen dollars an hour at McDonald's. Nah, son. Come on, <laughs> nah, my nigga, no, you're not getting fifteen dollars a fifteen dollars an hour working at McDonald's. Not no, for me. No, this shit ain't fair, dog. Hey, man, life ain't fucking fair. I put like this. 
who you think make more money on a given day? McDonald's. McDonald's. One regular McDonald's or Alec- AJ Alexander's? McDonald's. So, I look on Glassdoor and I see what the servers, uh, not the servers, the greeters at AJ Alexander make $15 an hour. You think they do harder work than a nigga working at McDonald's? No. So they don't do a, a hard enough, a hard job as this person working at McDonald's. No, and but, the person that work at McDonald's, their business actually makes more money than them, but it's okay for them to make $15 yeah, an hour. Yeah, because McDonald's, you're not going to get the same level of service. And McDonald's will hire fucking nigga, anybody. you saying hello, and you taking a motherfucker to their table. That's it. Nope. That's what the server do. Hey, how you doing? Uh, your waiter will be with you soon. And then you go back. They write your name on that little ass card. And they... <laughs> nigga, that shit takes no talent, skill, <laughs> nothing. Like, it take... Nigga, that's a minimum wage job. But then that but, is minimum wage. But but let's but let's say this though. Then you are gonna get a bitch in there that look minimum wage. At least when you go to Jay Alexander, she gonna be put together. She gonna she gonna look like something. Nigga, don't act like all these hoes that work at. Damn, I'm not saying Them, they not all cold. I'm not saying they all cold. They <laughs> They're not all cold. They're not even all like come on. You so just look, gonna get a different experience. The fifteen dollars an hour shit with the McDonald's workers, I think that shit bold as hell, dog. The only reason motherfuckers hate that shit is because they look down on that job. Like that shit ain't nothing to me. And a reason a lot of people look down on that shit because niggas don't make fifteen dollars an hour, so they can't see in their brain. And it's like, so if you don't make fifteen an hour, you gonna mean to tell me McDonald's, who I look down upon, y'all gonna make more than me? Fuck that, y'all don't deserve it. Now what you're really saying is you probably deserve to make more money and you should stand up for yourself, but you not. We all deserve to make more money. I make a I make a good, livable, decent wage at my job, but fuck, I deserve thirty thousand dollars more a year to do the same exact shit I do right now. In my opinion. I think everybody is grossly overpaid or grossly underpaid. Nobody is paid what they actually deserve. So I do think people at uh, McDonald's should get paid more money. And I think an executive at uh, Chrysler who's making $250,000 an hour who probably don't really do shit in real life, nigga should make two fifty. When you got somebody on the, on in a, in a position under him who probably busting his ass who making fifty a year. You know what I mean? That's how, the, that's how the world works. You either overpaid or underpaid. No one gets exactly what they deserve. But if you got a business that make billions of dollars a year or if you got a a individual franchise that make millions of dollars a year and these employees are what you need in order to make that. It's a lot of motherfuckers that go to McDonald's every single morning, and get their coffee, get their uh, hash brown, whatever the fuck it is. Your day does not go according to plan unless you make this stop, but you have no respect for the people who actually work there. That motherfucker make your day better every single day. Some niggas don't go to work without going to Starbucks. The motherfucker making your coffee making $13 an hour and more. Nigga, that's harder than uh, McDonald's. That's the same shit. But you look at Starbucks different than you look at McDonald's. It's a class thing versus the actual work thing. Yeah. You just look at that shit like, nigga, that shit beneath me. It's kind of like white folks look at black folks. Wow. I'm you took you, it there. I'm saying, no matter what I do as a black person, you're going to degrade me because I'm black. You won't ever see the value in me. Because of what the, the 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 preconceived notion of me is, no matter how much I can explain to you how smart I am, how intelligent I am, how analytical and everything like that, you will never realize that. However, if you look at McDonald's, right, you just say, "Well, nigga, it don't take it don't take much to do that." Well, how about this? As an individual owner of a McDonald's, because all these are franchise, 
if I own a McDonald's, I have a big ass house over in Bloomfield Hills. I'm making hundreds of thousand dollars a year based off of this franchise that I got running in the hood in one of these spots. This makes a lot of fucking money. I need these people. I should pay these people accordingly. Now I mean that because you at McDonald's, you should be riding a fucking uh, 2016 Charger and all this extra shit, but let's just be real. Like if I have a, in business, if I have a business making money hand over fist and I got some employees that actually help me to get that, I need to pay them accordingly. Forget, like, so if I took the name off of Jay Alexander, took the name off of McDonald's, and I said, look at these two businesses. Look at the how much this business makes a day. Look how much they pay their workers. Look how much business this makes a day and how much they pay their workers. And you'd be like, which one do you think is fair? Like, you, like, wait a minute. How come they make so much money and pay these niggas so little? And they don't make as much, but they pay a lot more. Like, it don't make sense when you take the names off. Yeah, I guess. I, you're right. It doesn't make sense, but look. At just the end of the day, you still black. Yeah, and just, just give me my motherfucking All McNuggets. All jobs matter, dog. All just jobs give me my matter. McNuggets and bring me three sweet and sour sauces. Uh, don't eat McDonald's. That shit is poison. Hey, man, everything is poison. Something gonna, something's going to take me out the game one day. Well, it's not about taking you out of the game. The city's just going to fuck you up and make the game long as fuck and painful. Soul right. kids and marriage. I, mean, <laughs> I don't got no kids same, and I, same, same shit. Kids and marriage do the same oh, fucking shit. thing to you. Uh, man, I think that's it, man. That's all we got. Week, <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, uh, no tipping. Nah, you see us coming? We ain't got nothing for you, sweetheart. I, I don't got nothing for you. Uh, at the end of the day, no tipping. Uh, if you're a barber, you're a beautician, you're all the other shit, uh, charge what you think your shit is worth. Don't undercut yourself. D.I.B. to tomorrow at 1030. <laughs> and um, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck him. All right, man, we check y'all next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, the regular shit. Hit us up. Instagram, Twitter, Shop Talk, Shop Talk Podcast, yeah. Dame Gone Wild on Instagram, Twitter. And if you got Snapchat, Fuck with us. Yes. Also, if you're looking for us on Instagram, not Instagram, you're looking for us on iTunes, hashtag Shop Talk Podcast. If you're looking for us on SoundCloud, it's hashtag Shop Talk Podcast because other niggas out there who kind of take our name, we probably kind of took theirs, but it don't really matter. But the hashtag is there. Subscribe. The hashtag makes a difference. Subscribe, like, share, show me some love. Yeah. All right, folks.